I do remember uh, this was maybe in like first, second, or third grade. Mm -hmm. We must have been learning about just the concept of questions. Mm -hmm. And the assignment was write down one of each kind of question, like Mm -hmm. why, what, how, where. And my why question was, why don't we spell letters with letters? What do you mean? I mean, the teacher thought the exact same thing. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But I meant, I, I was basically asking, why is the alphabet the smallest unit? there is like why is the letter a mm-hmm. it yeah why don't we spell a with other letters oh i see why don't we spell b with other letters mm-hmm. why is b b mm-hmm. why isn't it b e e i mean it was you know it was a That's it a, was a deep that is a deep it was a deep question, question. and yeah. the, the teacher refused to, <laughs> to allow me to, to, to use it, it. <laughs> she just she just kept saying what do you mean and i was trying to explain it much like now and she just she didn't get it i think she made me put a different question down oh well, and she was just she, like that's bad, the bad, bad question that was there's no bad questions and that was something you were curious about i was even still, if there's, still am why don't we there must be an answer from a linguistics you, point yeah, of view there must be yeah. and she was too lazy to do the legwork <laughs> well i think it was maybe a little bit beyond second first and second yeah. grade material mm-hmm. that is that's memory i have mm-hmm. and you know it's possible that in the intervening years i have seen that worksheet and that's what my memory oh, that, is of, that's what what is of seeing it and i've sort of built but, in the well i do remember her questioning me yeah but it's possible again now i'm thinking of it that on the worksheet there might have been like, in red pen yeah. <laughs> who, yeah who the hell do you think you are kid <laughs> we don't ask these kinds of questions <laughs> And it was then that I knew there was a great conspiracy about the alphabet. I have been thinking about the alphabet. Is the alphabet in the best order it could be? Or why is it in that order? Why is it in that order? Yeah. It has to be in some order. It's got to be in some order, sure. So is that it? What is the logic behind the order? That's a good question. And the fact that if you take the concept of letters, Mm -hmm. there really is, they don't need to be in an order, A A to Z. Right. But when you think your concept of A and Mm -hmm. your concept of Z, A is first. Right. Z is last. Like alpha and omega. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the same that's from the same thing. That's an alphabet. Yeah, right? yeah. It's the first and last letters of the Greek alphabet. Greek alphabet. Yeah. I guess I guess I see the value in that mm-hmm. in Having allowing something... one to like order things. Right. But if you take the actual value and the utility mm-hmm. of letters, right. They're just in a clump. They might as well be in a basket all mixed up, <laughs> you know, or like a group. There's no Right. Why does L come right before M? Yeah. For example. Yeah. That's a good question. And how connected is that? to the alphabet song. <laughs> yeah. I mean, obviously, the English alphabet came first mm-hmm. before <laughs> the ABC <laughs> the song. song. <laughs> Someone wasn't like, oh, we got all these letters. They're in <laughs> no kind of order. We're using them to spell words. We got to come up with some sort of system. <laughs> yeah. And someone just started humming. And they're like, hey, what, what, yeah. what is that? What is that you're humming? And they're like, it's just Twinkle Twinkle Little Star. And they're like, I got an idea. <laughs> yeah. Jedediah is a man. Who once was a boy And he wrote down all his feelings In a diary to enjoy Now he's reading it again Reading it for you Maybe you'll recognize yourself too Jedediah Diaries Jedediah Diaries That's the name of this podcast And now the song is through Speaking of the alphabet Green glass doors. The very green big glass clue doors. to the answer to that puzzle. Yeah, if you're still trying to figure out the riddle of the green glass doors from the end of last week's episode, thinking about the alphabet should be a huge help to you. That's mm-hmm. the last clue we're going to give before we reveal the answer, the secret answer to the riddle of the green glass doors. And it is this. 
The answer is in the name itself. Take a look at the three words. Green, glass, doors. Tori, what do they have in common? Well, there is in each of those words a double letter. That's it. That is the surprisingly simple (laughs) secret to the green glass doors is that the things that can be there have a double letter in them and the things that can't be there don't. Yeah. That's it. That's why Tori and Matt can go there and I can't Mm -hmm. because Tori's got two R's in a row in his name. Matt's got two T's and I don't have any letter in a row in my name. Uh, The moon but not the sun. Mm -hmm. Once you know it, it's just staggeringly easy to like think about. It's too obvious. Your response is like, oh, oh. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, now I'll never think about this again. <laughs> yeah. That's, yeah. You spend you spend a lot of time, because the trap most people fall into is you're trying to think about the qualities right. of the things. Yeah. Like, what do all these things have in common? What do the moon and Tori have in yeah. common? They're both beautiful. <laughs> yeah, you you kind of are blinded to the most obvious yeah. thing about them or like the quality that you would never really think about because mm-hmm. how a thing is spelled has not really any bearing on what it is. Yeah. In this case, it sure does. You were talking about the question that you posed to your first grade teacher, mm-hmm. the, the why. And I wonder if children would be more likely to crack the riddle of the green glass doors. You are learning. You're closer to learning about spelling. Yeah. So maybe it's more on your mind. I just feel like you're more literal minded. Your first impulse is to look at the most obvious thing. Whereas I feel like when you're an adult, you intellectualize a little bit more. Yeah. Like, well, Uh, I know much more about the world now. So I'll use that information. You think more abstractly as an adult. Mm -hmm. Probably the first thing you do is go to the concepts rather than Mm -hmm. the letters. Mm -hmm. I wonder. Yeah. So maybe that's, that's advice you could use. If you're you're trying to tackle a problem as an adult and you just kind of can't wrap your head around it mm-hmm. you can't figure it out you don't see a solution mm-hmm. maybe like think about it like a kid yeah for a while pretend you know way less than you do and <laughs> yeah. see if that helps <laughs> <laughs> and to pivot from letters to numbers really quickly this is week 26 of the jedda diaries and i'm your host jedediah baker i'm tori puckett 26 weeks. 26 weeks. You know what that is. That's half of 52. Mm-hmm. Halfway through the year. Halfway through the year. I I can believe it. Mm-hmm. I can believe it. Yeah. We did it. Halfway through 2018. Oh, my God. Yeah. And halfway through the diary. Not Wait, not yet. We, we have to get through this episode, and then we're halfway. Right. We shouldn't celebrate just yet. No. Let's get to the diary before, I don't know, some, some disaster befalls us <laughs> and stops us from achieving this momentous goal. June 26th. I am home. Yay. I miss Vinny and Phil and Jade and Ben. The circus was okay. I can do a cartwheel. Whoa. I liked joking around with J, P, and V. <laughs> I can still do a cartwheel today. Oh, yeah? So, that you learned from... Yeah. The, the, oh. I mean, I, I clearly, I learned a cartwheel this week, oh. 25 years ago. Yeah. A skill I still maintain. That's great. Yeah. Can you do a cartwheel? No, I can't. Come on. I, I can't. I've tried. and I'm terrible at it. This is no place to cartwheel. <laughs> <laughs> just I've been I like got a look in my eyes and I stared at Tori and I was yeah. like I'm gonna teach this man to do a cartwheel right here and now but we don't have a lot of room I think it has to do I'm very inflexible so I think mm. it has to do with the inability mm. to like fully extend my you know what I, th- I think it probably has to do with fear more than anything else. really yeah, not, it yeah. Is. did you ever learn how to dive mm-hmm. I remember learning how to dive and it's a scary thing yeah because you're just you're aiming your face right at water there's a lot of ways that could go wrong mm-hmm 
part of it is getting over your fear. For me, anyway, part of yeah. it was getting over my fear yeah. of like of that I'd be okay when I hit the water mm-hmm. and, that, and, I, and then just doing it again and again. And I think a cartwheel is kind of inherently scary because you're just hurling yourself at the ground. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and hoping that like your arms will do the job of keeping you, yeah, keeping you from slamming into it face first. Mm-hmm. So my question to you is, are you scared of doing a cartwheel? Maybe it has to do with fear. That's yeah. possible. I'm not yeah. fully committing myself. But um, I think the risks of not properly performing a cartwheel are less, generally, less than than poorly executing a dive. Well, because you could drown if you screwed well, up. That's too true. Bad. I just mean like <laughs> doing a belly flop or like mm, over, yeah. com- like landing flop, on your yeah. back. Yeah. When was the last time you did a proper cartwheel? Oh, that I couldn't answer. Really? But, but I'll be sure to do one soon. I really had a good time... Um, Joking around. Laughing with these fellas. Yeah, yeah, a lot of laughs. You told bad jokes. Told bad jokes, the riddles. Mm-hmm. Probably stayed up stayed up all night. No Jade around to tell us to shut up and go to sleep. Yeah. Just jabbering away. I wonder if you were thinking but didn't write, my friends at home pale in comparison. <laughs> <laughs> Just didn't have enough room. <laughs> june 27th i bought a jurassic park toy spook smells bad tkd tomorrow Ah! the a's get really little Mm -hmm. that sucks (laughs) back to reality (laughs) i don't want to go i wonder what i missed i rented a mr bill video back to it Back that to is, life, back to reality. That is a bummer that you still had commitments over the summer break. Well, I'd missed. I, you know, I, I clearly have some anxiety about like what important lessons I'd missed <laughs> the week that I was away That's from true. from Taekwondo. If this is the Jurassic Park toy, I think it is. Oh. It was the T Rex. Oh, like the battle damaged T Rex. Yeah, I love that T Rex. Like you could take a little chunk off of the side of it, and mm-hmm. it'd be like if the raptor bit it. Mm-hmm. Did its mouth open and close? It did. Oh, it was yeah. like rubber. Well, it was rubber. Yeah, yeah, it was just like really like flesh like mm-hmm. rubber. That was what's so cool about it. And like yeah. there was a skeleton underneath that you could sort of feel. Yeah, if you squeezed it. It was a really sophisticated yeah. toy. I saved up all summer to buy it because it was like twenty five dollars. Oh, I wonder how I. I know. Maybe I didn't. Maybe I just bought like the Alan Grant. You know, mm-hmm. just a little little man in a in a white hat and a red <laughs> bandana. Yeah. Don't want to go to TKD. I don't blame you. I'm gonna. <laughs> I quit. I quit soon. Yeah. Right? I must. Maybe this is like the beginning of the end. Losing steam. Yeah. yeah. Maybe this week set you back in a crucial way that you. Could, oh yeah. You could get back. Come back from. <laughs> maybe tomorrow I go. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't know anything <laughs> that's going, going on, on anymore. I can't. <laughs> yeah. I can never catch up. <laughs> uh, I think I was probably just lazy, <laughs> which is why I quit. June twenty eighth. I'm watching B and B. I went to the beach, but I didn't swim. I have a cut on my finger. <laughs> it hurts. TKD was okay. The the tense of I'm watching Beavis and oh, Butthead. Suggests that you're not writing. that I've watched it. Yes, I'm I'm like sitting on the couch. Mm-hmm. Beavis and Butthead is on the TV. Yeah, and uh, I'm I'm penning this entry. Provides a little bit of a picture of like the mindset I might have been in. B and B, which by the way, obviously Beavis and Butthead was yeah. not even close to on my radar at this point. You really yeah. were like ahead of the curve. Yeah. Watching Ren and Stimpy, I mean, really rude shows. Mm. These were these were like Ren and Stimpy, Beavis and Butthead. They were gross. Mm-hmm. They were violent mm-hmm. to some extent. I mean, they were cartoons, but yeah. they were about idiots. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, these are both shows about two profoundly stupid individuals <laughs> kind of just living their lives. 
but it was funny. Yeah. It was, it was funny to me. A year or two from this point, do you remember people, a few people will tell us that we look like Beavis and Butthead? Oh, no, they did. Very, oh. they, and they, I remember them. Am I Butthead and you're Beavis? Yeah. Yeah. And I remember Okay, them, I can see it. I remember them coming up to us and saying it with like a big smile on their face. Oh, God. And really? I don't know if they thought, when? I don't know, this was like seventh grade maybe? Wow, yeah, coming up. I don't know if they said it with a smile because they thought it was something that we would get a kick out of or oh. if they were just being mean. Yeah. It was, and they it was knew it was cruel, an insult. Cruelty of children. They were happy to happy to insult us in that way. Uh, either way, it made me very self conscious. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, what did it make me? Probably, so. I feel like you took it in better stride than I did. <laughs> I felt like Beavis was the ugliest. <laughs> They're both very all, ugly of all cartoon characters. <laughs> <laughs> we don't look like Beavis and Butthead today no. because we have beards. <laughs> <laughs> That'll show them. You know, I probably did look a little like Beavis. And I probably looked a little like Butthead. Part of it was you were a blonde, Mm -hmm. and I was a brunette, and we had puffy hair like Beavis and Butthead had. We hung out with each other, so... We laughed a lot. I I suspect if we didn't, (laughs) if we weren't friends, people wouldn't have said, hey, that guy over there looks like Beavis, (laughs) and that guy over there looks like Butthead, you know? Yeah, we were were our own, we were hoist on our own (laughs) petard of friendship. Right. (laughs) Well, we got through it. Yeah, we did. (laughs) June 29th. I am tired. Mark babysat. He is really, really, really scared of Bodie. (laughs) I rented Rolo to the rescue for Sega. Matt came over and we made a video. (laughs) Well, I wonder what video. Uh, I do too, but I also, what I wonder more is why was Mark so scared Scared of of Bodie? Really? And I actually, now that I read that entry, I... Do you have a memory of that? I do. I mean, I have... The sense of a memory, at yeah. least. But I, it, it, like Bodie flying about mm-hmm. the apartment mm-hmm. and Mark really panicking. Yeah. Sort of like like ducking and holding his hands over his head. He just didn't want a bird to land on him. Mm. And, you know, I think that's very reasonable. Yeah. A strange bird. And some people, some people are a bit more freaked out by birds right. than other people. I was the opposite. Mm-hmm. Of, I, I had no fear for Bodie. Just mm-hmm. great, great love. Mm-hmm. Um, but he was my bird. Yeah. That is a thing. I mean, of, of course it is. Birdophobia. I'm, I'm sure there's a Latin word for it. Folks, if you know what Alfred Hitchcock's famous horror film would be called if it had been named like the movie Arachnophobia right? rather than The Birds, mm-hmm. like if Arachnophobia had been called The Spiders, mm-hmm. which, good title, call the tip line, 802-851-9578. There must be something there. The Birds, for example, that movie, that tapped into something. Sure. Well... Speaking of Jurassic Park, you know, birds are descendants of dinosaurs, Mm -hmm. and there is something alien and primal Mm -hmm. about a bird, Mm -hmm. I think. I mean, they have little claws (laughs) for feet. Yeah. Their mouths are hard Mm -hmm. and and pointy and strong as hell. Yeah. You know, a parakeet can't really hurt you. Mm -hmm. I mean, it it could if it bit you, Mm -hmm. but like an eagle could absolutely kill you. Yeah. And they can fly. My God, (laughs) how terrifying. Christ, can't get away from them. Mm -hmm. So, Mark, sorry about that. He's Mm -hmm. dead now, so you have nothing to fear. Mark's dead? No, Bodie. Bodie's dead. Uh, Yeah, I was probably a little sheepish around Bodie. I probably looked to you to... to, Yeah, uh, to to... rein rein him in. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like a hawk. (laughs) Like a a falconer. Yeah. I've just got him on my wrist with like a tiny little mask on him. (laughs) Like a little piece of beef. June 30th. I went to Master Dunlavy's house for dinner. Oh. Mark babysat again. 
Matt was going to sleep over, but he couldn't. Maybe tomorrow. Dad's on vacation. Master Dunleavy's house. Master Dunleavy was the head of the Taekwondo school Were you the program I went sole to. dinner guest? I don't know. Yeah, perhaps he had an idea that I was... A couple options, a couple possibilities yeah. here. One, he saw me performing on, on this week in Taekwondo <laughs> and was like, I need to have a talk with this child. Yeah. How terrible he is. He was like, I noticed you missed last week. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe he got wind of me kind of not wanting to stick around. Yeah. And was trying to like make one last pitch. You know, <laughs> a lavish dinner at his home. Or maybe he was trying to talk you out of continuing. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, there's, the, there's no future in this, this for you. <laughs> I just want to let you know. You've put in a, a, a you know, a, failing effort. a year. And that's yeah. a good amount of time. You know, I've, I've always thought of me quitting Taekwondo to be, have been my decision. <laughs> well, that's, that, was, that was his genius. <laughs> <laughs> he made he, me think. He made you think it was your idea. <laughs> Between the the entree and the dessert, <laughs> I'd made up my mind. <laughs> July 1st. Mark babysat again. I am fat. Oh. Matt couldn't come over. I rented Tasmania. It is dumb. Mm. I bought two cracks. Josie is a putz. <laughs> uh, I gotta say, that week at Circus Smirkus Camp... Really, I think may have set like an unreachable precedent. Yeah, uh, for the for, for, the, for the rest the summer. of summer, like mm-hmm. like it was action packed and fun. And, mm-hmm. and now I'm like being babysat and renting video games. I mean, you know, it's par for the course for me in vacation. Yeah, Mark is babysitting a lot, and Matt is just not able to come over. Yeah. Oh, I wonder if he was avoiding me. Mm-hmm. July second, I saw Hot Shots Part Two. It was funny. <laughs> Matt couldn't come over. I rented Mario is Missing for SNES. It is sort of fun. I am tired. <laughs> not not really a lot what it, going on there. That's, I've already forgotten. <laughs> what was in that entry? <laughs> I know, me too. Uh, Hot Shots Part 2. Right, right. Super good. Yeah. Very funny, even today. Mm-hmm. Parody of Top Gun starring... Charlie Sheen. Charlie Sheen. Wow, yeah. And uh, Lloyd Bridges. Oh, classic. Classic of the parody genre. Yeah. They don't make them like that anymore. No. Matt not able to come over once again. Mm-hmm. Renting Mario was Missing for SNES, which was an edutainment game, if I recall. Oh, really? Yeah. So it was um, Mario. It's like, it's like a Trojan horse. They snuck in a little education. Yeah. Into well, it. it was about like Mario was missing and, oh, let's find him. And I think the, I, this, is, this might be totally wrong, but it was like he was somewhere on Earth. Mm-hmm. And you got doled out clues as to the place and mm-hmm. kind of had to figure out what it was from the clues. They were writing the Carmen Sandiego. Yeah, a little bit of a yeah derivative. And I am tired. Yeah. A classic refrain. Mm-hmm. So that's the end mm-hmm. of... <laughs> not a lot happening this no. week. This is, I hope this... I, I don't know. I'm, I'm worried about what this might... Um, portend for the rest of the summer well <laughs> but you know you kind of you, it's a transitionary it's period. a decompression week yeah. you came home from yeah you, we've been in yeah. school all year yep. you came home from circus smirkus camp circus Mercus you know camp. you're lying low hopefully you're gearing up for a summer full yeah. of activities yeah i mean now we can count our chickens <laughs> yeah we've officially they've, made they've it properly hatched <laughs> we're halfway 26 of them all Peeping around in the coop. <laughs> we are halfway through the diary. We did it. We did it. We, we did made it. it. 
I am very aware of the passing of the last six months mm-hmm. in 2018. And I, I am absolutely changed yeah. by this process. I think I've learned stuff. And that was kind of the whole point. That was the point. That's what, what we've been doing. I mean, when we started, we were like, what are we going to learn? And now we, we're halfway through. We, we better have learned something yeah. so far. Let me ask you this. You've learned, when you say you learn stuff, you mean you learned about yourself? Yeah. Or? Well, I, I'm, I've got a new conception of myself that I did not have. Interesting. Or I, I've learned things about, well, before I talk about me, getting halfway through something is a natural point to stop and take stock mm-hmm. and reflect on where you've been mm-hmm. figure out where you're gonna go it's a real inflection point yeah you know our families are listening to the show they were there too and i wonder what it's been like for them to sort of see a vision of themselves yeah from 25 years ago and what they've maybe learned about about us or or themselves or 1993 or, or anything mm-hmm. really here's my dad one of the main things that the Jitter diaries has done for me and i'm a little sentimental about it i guess is it's kind of shortened the distance between myself and my son. I've gotten the incredible gifts of an intimate glimpse into the private life of Jed. Really, it's that glimpse into his experience of being a boy that I'm treasuring. I've enjoyed every episode tremendously. It's like being privy to the secret life of your child. And this is my mom. I mean, it's about Jed and Tori and Matt and all his friends, but it brought my mind back to then. Like I went there and, and wondered what I was thinking and what I was doing at that time, which, you know, usually once you see a picture or something, you don't think about that. The other thing that's was kind of neat is how Jed and Tori are still friends. They're good friends. They're nice to each other. And they're kind of the same guys, but they're not, you know, they're not those little boys. They still have the same enthusiasm and interest. It was a good year, Jed, you picked, because that's, uh, it's like a transition time between when you're a child and you become an adolescent. So it's kind of even more interesting. Here's my brother. I think it would be useful for probably every human on earth to be able to get a glimpse back into themselves when they were a child facing adolescence. I'm 35 now, and life continues to be a bit of a mystery sometimes, but also I guess I'm wiser than I've ever been. I don't know if that's necessarily true, but (laughs) it's been amazing to hear recollections of, you know, from, from your perspective, Jed, what you were going through and what we were going through and what I was going through back then. Anyway, love you boys. Here's Matt. Well, I have sort of a unique perspective being mentioned in the diary a lot. I guess I've learned that I haven't really changed as much as maybe I should have or uh, thought I did. So I'm going to have to look at that a little harder, uh, see what that's all about. Also, I've learned that Jed took a lot of bats, that Bodhi was funny. And uh, that Tori was uh, maybe not doing all those push-ups he, he claimed to be doing uh, all those years ago. Here's Mrs. Waring, Jed's sixth grade teacher. As you're finishing up sixth grade and halfway through your 1993 diary, I was happy to hear that you remembered your personal interest projects. 
as a teacher, that was always a special time of year where kids got to present things that interested them. And actually, I'm curious, have you thought about aliens since 1993? Tori? Yes. What have you learned? I mean, I've learned. There's no, there's no wrong answers. Okay. Unlike your first grade. <laughs> like my the five w's quiz <laughs> what have i learned i've learned i mean the nuts and bolts of podcasting for one sure that's good i am a, a key player in the diary not mm-hmm. the principal mm-hmm. i've learned the ways in which you and i are different you talk a lot about how you are inward facing mm-hmm. which has its deficits but also its benefits i think you are quite in touch with who you are. You have a good understanding of yourself. I think even though I'm in my head a lot, I'm pretty outward facing. You're talking about today? You're talking about ever. I'm talking about always. always. Yeah. I think I'm afraid of <laughs> looking inward. What kind of darkness you'll find there? Well, you know, I think it's a scary... Like, when I've been forced for various reasons yeah. to really like examine myself or look inward. Like the therapy? Therapy or just like life circumstances have kind of like forced my hand. Yeah. It's been a really unpleasant experience. Huh. I think this is something that maybe some people will quibble with, but I feel like sometimes I don't really know myself because I spend so much time reading and thinking about other things outside of myself. I think some ways I'm a little removed. Maybe this is too personal. I don't know. No, let's go for it. I mean, we can... Neha, my girlfriend, will sometimes say that I'm slightly out of touch with my own emotional experience. Oh. And I think she's right. I think I could do a better job of... Well understanding and learning about myself I, I think of you today as someone who is unflappable and you have been unflappable for as long as i know mm-hmm. like it's hard to shake you mm-hmm. it's hard to like get your goat and i think i think that that is i think that that is related mm-hmm. um because you don't allow yourself this like level of inward facing or mm-hmm. this like level of, of, of like reaching a certain level i on the other hand you know will cry the drop of a hat mm-hmm. because i'm very like you said in touch with my insides mm-hmm. but that leaves me at a great deficit when it comes to what's going on on the outside yeah that's a very significant distinction between you and me yeah maybe mm-hmm. that's why we work so well together mm-hmm in the course of our lives, when you've gone through a difficult time or I've gone through a difficult time, we, we often talk about how you reach out to people and want mm-hmm. to talk about it. And I, right. turn, I turn in, although this is kind of, yeah. am I contradicting what I'm saying? Well, but, no, because you don't, you, well, I mean, sort of, but mm-hmm. you're not, I, my understanding of what you do is that it's not that you're like. Deeply examining myself. Yes. Yeah. You just, you, it's not that you turn in, it's that just that you, you close off. Yeah. You I basically like curl up in a ball mm-hmm. rather than me who like reaches out in all directions for like a handhold yeah yeah a handhold for like just a grip on support. something yeah support yeah mm-hmm. oh that is they are opposites but it does make sense mm-hmm. in terms of who you are in your day-to-day yeah and then how that manifests when you when you need something other than yourself yeah yeah another thing i wanted to pose and this is less something i've learned and just more uh a curiosity a question i have mm. Because I remember very specifically being drawn to you and Matt. And I wonder oh. what, I mean, circumstances, of course, which a lot of friendships are mm-hmm. at least initially predicated yeah. on. You know, my mom often talks about how I was young for our grade. Mm-hmm. A little bit Ooh, young. And I was old for our grade. You were old for our grade. But there was a question for a while before I started kindergarten about whether I should start kindergarten kind of early or they should hold me back and I should start the next year because I was right on the cusp yeah and she often talks about like 
that it was serendipity that I was in the grade I was in because she really thinks my life was profoundly shaped, as do I, by my friendship with you and Matt. Like that put me on a path. Um, You know, there are friendships of circumstance, but I do feel like meeting you and being friends with you and Matt, like really deeply affected or shaped who I am, you know? And I wonder what that was. And I wonder... What drew us together? or I wonder what drew us together or like... I'm kind of asking a couple different questions here, but I wonder like what, you know, what, what draws people together? Like why we, there were a lot of kids our age with whom we could have been friends and what, like what drew us together. In my memory, my, I don't agree with that at all. Really? Like I can't imagine who else we would have been like our little friend unit. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I will say that is very, I mean, I've been smiling really big this the whole time you've been talking. Yeah. And I was just thinking about the, the other friends that I had in that time. And my friends kept moving away. My other <laughs> friends kept moving away. It was like, a process of elimination. <laughs> well, because I was like very good friends with Ryan O'Connell. Right. Who and moved he moved away. away. I was really good friends with Stephen Ward. And then he moved away. And uh, I was like, well, I guess I'm just left with these two guys. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's very beautiful. And I think that's very true. Your question is, Why? Right. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Who knows? Mm -hmm. There's no way to know. I mean, we liked the same things, I think. I mean, you guys saw things in a very specific way that I was drawn to. But I don't know if if I was drawn to it because it intrigued me or because I thought the same way. And I don't know, you know? Yeah. And I think the diary is not going to help because this happened before this. This happened before the diary. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's a great question. I mean, there's no way we'll know. Mm -hmm. We can't know. We can think about it. We can explore it. But yeah. Um, that is beautiful. Mm. That's very, very sweet. Mm. And I was, you know, I'm kidding about <laughs> you being friends with you guys because you were the only ones Because <laughs> we were all that was left. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we didn't have to be friends. Yeah. When it comes down to it. Yeah. But we were. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I'm very grateful for my, my early friendships with, with the two of you. Mm. Me too. Um, Let me ask you. Yeah. What have you learned during the course of this podcast? Oh my God, so much. I'm having, I'm trying to, I've been trying to think about what, how to answer that question. And I'm having a lot of difficulty Mm -hmm. figuring that out right now. It's a big question. It's a big question. You did such a good job of it though. I mean, I, I think the biggest takeaway is that I am, I am the same as I've always been. Yeah. (laughs) Like I am still, you know, tired all the time (laughs) (laughs) i am still unsure of myself i'm still a person to to largely to whom i i feel like the world is happening to Mm -hmm. you know rather than somebody with agency Mm -hmm. i'm working on it and i've been working on it and i'm less so than i was but to recognize these things about myself from the person i was 25 years ago that i it's too big to think about. This yeah. is very difficult for me to answer right mm-hmm. now. I think we may have to wait another 26 weeks <laughs> before I'm able to properly give a good answer to that question. Well, let's table it. Okay. 26 Thank weeks. Thank you. We yeah. can return. Come we back can return to, to this. It's been a great... What has it been? The great privilege of your life. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I could not do this without you. Yeah. Well... Vice versa. <laughs> <laughs>
Um, and folks, we couldn't, uh, we absolutely couldn't do it without you. So thank you for tuning in the last 26 weeks. Mm-hmm. We hope you'll tune in uh, for 26 more. Yeah, I should hope so. Yeah, if you have any things, any ideas, any thoughts um, that, you know, this experience of, of listening to this podcast, what it's meant to you, we'd love to hear from you. Call into the tip line 1-802-851-9578. To leave you this week, this at this halfway mark, to commemorate this momentous occasion, it is the 4th of July, yeah. the, the American holiday, the 4th of July, in just a few days. Mm-hmm. So everybody have a great 4th. Mm-hmm. And to send you off, we'll we'd like to present you with this little tune, sort of uh, the greatest hits of the Jedi Diaries <laughs> thus far, <laughs> a retrospective, if you will. Enjoy. I washed my hair today. <laughs> I took a bath last night. I'm tired. I have to take a bath tomorrow. I took a bath. <laughs> Not. <laughs> what? I was tired all day. I took a bath yesterday. (laughs) Bath tomorrow. I am not taking a bath. I took a bath. I am tired. I am very tired. I am tired. Very tired. I took a bath. Wow. I am very, very, very tired. I'm tired. I ache. I'm tired. I took a bath. And washed my hair. (laughs) I am tired. I took a bath. I am tired. I am still tired. Jedder Diaries. Jedder Diaries. That's the name of this podcast. And now this episode is through. (laughs) 